This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Off the top in this hour, conversation about what constitutes a journalist. Now, we went through this a while ago here in Alberta, as you might recall, when the NDP government decided that they were going to deny press accreditation to the rebel media. Uh, now, this is the, the uh, online digital media creation of, of Ezra Levant. When Sun Media went under uh, Ezra Levant and some others involved in Sun Media started their own online media startup, and it's uh, evolved into what it is now. A lot of uh, online commentary. Uh, they're starting to do some web shows, etc., but very much advocacy journalism. Uh, they've sort of become, to me, it seems kind of like a Canadian version of maybe Breitbart or Infowars or some kind of combination of the two. Uh, now, they've been pretty hard on the Notley government, and the Notley government decided, well, you know what? We don't want them here covering us. We're not going to uh, treat them as journalists. We're not going to accredit them as journalists. But they went a little too far because others in the media, who are not necessarily sympathetic to, to the rebel media or their cause anyway, so wait a second, you guys don't get to decide who and what a journalist is. Uh, and so you shouldn't be the ones deciding who gets to cover you and who shouldn't. And eventually the, the government relented. Well, it's all unfolding again now, this time at the international level, as the United Nations has apparently denied accreditation to the rebel media. Uh, they had sought to cover the uh, upcoming climate conference. So the next COP conference, this one being held in Morocco. Uh, and so once again, uh, we're, we're going through this debate. And once again, we're seeing those in the media saying, look, just because we might disagree or maybe we don't like the approach of the rebel media, it's not for you to decide who's a journalist. Now, joining us uh, for some further thoughts on all of this, uh, Nick Taylor Vasey joins us. He's with McLean's Magazine. He's also president of the Canadian Association of Journalists. Nick, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, the folks at Rebel Media are not necessarily fans of McLean's or maybe your work in particular. So I know you're not here to defend Ezra or the Rebel, but you, you guys have supported them now that the, through, through this fight with the U.N. and the decision to deny them accreditation. So talk a bit about that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I should be clear off the top too. I don't speak for McLean's magazine. I do write for them, but uh, and and do some editing there. But uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm here for the CAJ, and um, I mean, from the from the perspective of the CAJ, uh, there's there's just absolutely no reason the rebels should be barred from from covering the UN climate conference and the rationale provided by the UN uh, secretariat involved here was just not something that we saw as having much grounding. Um, they referred to uh, the rebel as uh, online media, uh, sorry, advocacy media. Uh, and they said on that basis that they would not be, you know, allowed into the into the proceedings. Uh, but they didn't define advocacy media um, anywhere. And so we looked, and well, the rebel, and then, and then when they came to us, the CJ looked at the criteria that were being applied to online media who do qualify for uh, for accreditation at this conference, and uh, when you look at the, these, there are four criteria that the rebels cited uh, to in, in their in their application for, I guess, a reconsideration, and they meet all those criteria. Uh, and so, you know, we're with we're with them on this one. We think that uh, they ought to be accredited, and um, we're not certain really about the that again that rationale. I mean, if if you can apply that definition. Uh, or that, sorry, that label without a definition, advocacy media, then it sort of leaves open the opportunity. Not that this is 
that's the case, but it leaves open the opportunity to uh, sort of arbitrarily picking outlets not to let in uh, and just plastering out this label on them, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense to us. Right. So, and it may well be, um, you know, certainly anyone who's, who's visited the Rebels website, I mean, I, I think there is a, a bent to, to what they do, and maybe they are advocacy journalism, but uh, does that necessarily disqualify one from being a journalist? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, the, the one thing that, that journalists as a whole have not settled, uh, because we don't typically get into one big room and talk about it, uh, and even if we tried, it would be hard to go to an agreement, is how we define journalism. Uh, so much of journalism, you know it when you see it, right? You just, you, the people in your shop, people in, in my newsroom and, and countless you know, newsrooms around the country, you know that journalism is happening because you have people who are picking up phones, who are going to events, they're asking tough questions, critical questions. They're producing original stories that inform the public. That's the easy part. The more difficult conversation is around the margins, where you have people who, for example, at the Rebel, are conservative, uh, openly conservative, uh, and who have opinion that is that is that is in their uh, inserted into their stories. Uh, if you have a little bit of opinion in a story, does that uh, negate its journalism, even though all of those other criteria, including going places, asking tough questions, critical questions, reporting them in the public interest to the, the you know the viewing or the reading public. Um, well, you know, I mean, that's that's where you get some people who disagree. Uh, I, uh, the CAJ has fallen on the side of looking at the rebels' production and saying that's journalism uh, in our in our view. Uh, but it's it's no secret that journalists. Uh, among journalists anyway, that now and again we have discussions about how to define journalism in in, in this 2016 context, and you're going to get people who disagree around the edges. You know, there, there will yeah. be some journalists who say that the rebel uh, is, uh, it, 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 you know, is, it does not comprise a team of journalists uh, in the sense, you know, in the same sense that, that uh, you know, they would be comfortable... A, sending them as media to a UN climate conference. You would have some for sure. Uh, and I can, but I can tell you that, that the CAJ it's, uh, you know, as we had a, we had a tough conversation, uh, in the past about this a few years ago, um, at, at, at the board, the boardroom. And, um, we had, a, you know, another conversation, uh, when the rebel faced this challenge in Alberta recently that you referred to a couple minutes ago, we had one again now, and, and we've come out of the conversation defending the rebel, um, but that's not to say that that journalists are united on it. I think we should be upfront about that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's 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 a fascinating conversation ever happened. Well, it is, and it, you know, it's interesting because it, it calls to mind. I remember back in in the last federal election last year, uh, there were a few conservative candidates, and there were two or three uh, that that uh, ended up uh, being dropped uh, from the ballot, or or they resigned, or the party asked them to resign after things came out, things they'd said or done in the past, and. A lot of that was being uncovered by one blogger in particular who obviously uh, was focused on the conservative, probably then had an axe to grind with the conservatives, didn't like the conservatives, uh, but dug up legitimate facts about these uh, candidates, facts that eventually led to them no longer being candidates. So sure. that's one guy, maybe a partisan guy, but that still seems like journalism to me. Yeah, it's. I mean, the definition is 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 it's 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 amazing. You know, it's a, the CAJ Ethics Advisory Committee, which is a pretty smart group of uh, of, of ethics interested journalists and journalism profs around the country, uh, defined journalism in a paper a few years ago in 2012, um, and they said that there are three criteria that combine 
to to serve as a test of journalism. The first is that uh, an act of journalism is set out to combine evidence-based research, and I'm quoting here a little bit, uh, in verification with the creative act of storytelling. So uh, its main purpose is to inform communities about topics. It also says the second thing is uh, journalistic work has to contain an element of original production. And the third is that that journalistic work provides clear evidence of a self-conscious discipline that is calculated to provide an accurate and fair description of facts, uh, opinion, and, and debate. So you look at those three and, and you apply those to the test that you just um, that you just put on the table in, during the last campaign. And some people would say, well, that passes the test. Um, others would say, well, but doesn't the partisan, uh, you know, tinge here uh, discount it? And that's where you have reasonable people disagreeing. Yeah, you do. So how do we then resolve this? I mean, um, you know, it seems like in Ottawa, for example, it seems to work pretty well that the parliamentary press gallery is able to to deal with these issues. Uh, I I tend to err more on the side of, look, if we have more people covering government news conferences, the better. Unfortunately, with a lot of cutbacks in some parts of the industry, we don't have a lot of people at a lot of government events. So at least in in the Canadian context, uh, how do we how do we oversee this? Well, you know, I I honestly think that your point there about having more eyes on public institutions is a good thing, um, is relevant, right? We Our newsrooms are not the size that they used to be. We don't have a whole lot of big newsrooms left. We have city halls and we have legislatures that don't have the same uh, number of reporters or in some cases any reporters watching what happens there. So if we have independent journalists keeping their eye and their, you know, and, and their pen on, on that, on those various institutions, I mean, I, there's an argument, a pretty good one, I think, that that's that's for the better, and that is in the public interest. I mean, uh, you know, we we still at the CHA we we believe in professional journalists telling prof- professionally told stories to audiences, uh, whether it's traditional or digital. We we think that um, that readers appreciate being able to trust that there is. Uh, a sense of, of fairness and balance to journalists do the work every day. Uh, right. And that's what separates us from people who, who, who are on the internet, who we, who we, we can't necessarily trust, uh, even if they tell us, you know, controversial and exciting things. And, uh, even if sometimes they tell us the right things, uh, we say, you know, the, the, the on behalf of our members, that there's a reason that journalists do the work we do. Um, and there is, there is something that separates us from somebody who, who starts a blog and, and 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 you know presses publish and, and and makes a big makes a big public splash with something yeah. but i gotta say as someone who's been a digital journalist his whole career i look at bloggers like that uh with a pretty open mind um you know myself uh, and it's because they do make a difference they do report in the public interest not not universally but you do have people even with partisan tinges who um you know they they tell good stories that are that that would meet the test of of, of what we would consider traditional journalism. Yeah, well said. Well, more at uh, caj.ca. Uh, and I guess we'll, we'll see uh, if the UN rethinks its stance as the Alberta government, of course, uh, had previously done. Nick, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate this. Sure thing. All right, that's uh, Nick Taylor Vasey uh, with the uh, Canadian Association of Journalists uh, speaking on their behalf today. So you've got the, the CAJ, you've got Penn Canada, which represents writers, uh, and you've got uh, the Canadian Association of Journalists for Free Expression are all coming out in support of the rebel media. 
And again, I, you know, and I think even the quote from Ezra in, in the Financial Post today, they'll look if it's going to be the rebel media this time, um, maybe it's going to be some other media outlet uh, another time. Uh, I think you know where the rebel media is coming from on the issue of climate change, and uh, they're going to this uh, U.N. conference, uh, I suppose, with a, a different kind of story to tell. And maybe the U.N. doesn't want that story to be told. Uh, but what if the next U.N. conference is about some uh, intervention in some foreign country and some anti-war or perceived anti-war uh, news outlet is denied access, right? So, it, it, yeah, the, the precedent's being set here. And it shouldn't be for the U.N. or it shouldn't be for government to decide uh, who's a journalist. I mean, the alternative is that we get like what they're doing in the city of Lloydminster, where they're worried about the town's only newspaper going under. So the city actually started its own newspaper. That's not journalism. That's just uh, putting lipstick on a pig. That's just uh, taking government news releases and telling people, here's your daily news. That's not how it works. So, yeah, we should err on the side, I think. Uh, of allowing more people to cover government or the the United Nations, for that matter. And so I think this is unfortunate, regardless of what you think of the rebel media. And they're provocative, and they go out of their way, I suppose, to make enemies. And I'm sure they're loving this. This plays right into their hands. The United Nations is out to get us. Uh, but still, I think it, it, it does set a dangerous precedent. Uh, and, and I think groups like the CAJ are, are right to speak out about this. And there was a reason why the Alberta government relented, because they thought they could get away with it. They thought maybe other people in the media wouldn't care because they don't like these guys. It's not about whether you like them or not. It's about the precedent being set of governments deciding who gets to cover them. And it shouldn't work that way. 403-974-8255 is a number. We'll come back sometime for your calls and your text. It's Afternoons on News Talk 770. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.